0: welcome back to the locked on blues podcast part of the locked on live network and your number one source for daily blues content i'm josh Hyman, and i'm taking you guys on a solo episode today i hope you're all having a happy monday I'm in the middle of finals week right now. I know Tommy is as well. So I'm giving him a break, letting him work on some schoolwork while I take a a solo episode today to cover the Blues weekend matchup against the Minnesota Wild, Um, their standings, uh, their playoff potential with how they've been playing recently, uh, as well as covering the Soon, upcoming matchup between the St. Louis Blues and Anaheim Ducks. But before I get into that, I want to remind everyone that today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. All right, so a couple things that I'm going to get into on today's episode. Um, I do want to talk about the Blues' overtime loss to the Minnesota Wild um, over the weekend. I believe that was Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night, um, lost in overtime to the Wild. Got a point, but definitely could have come away with a win there. Um, So I'm going to be getting into that. Um, Second segment of the show, I'm going to be kind of looking at the standings uh, for the Blues right now and kind of how they've made some distance between themselves and Arizona, sort of, to hopefully um, secure themselves a playoff spot in the coming games. Uh, But definitely still some work to do there. And then I'm going to close the episode by talking about the upcoming Anaheim Ducks versus St. Louis Blues game. Um, hopefully by the time this episode goes live. It's a little bit before puck drop, so maybe you guys can get that uh, listen in before the game. Uh, yeah, but without further ado, let's start things off by getting into the Blues matchup against the Minnesota Wild Saturday night, where they lost 4-3 to three in overtime. Um, game started off really well. Uh, Jordan Cairo scored a goal or, uh, late in the first period, unassisted, great goal there. He's been on fire lately, uh, continues his hot streak, put the Blues up one nothing, and then right after that, Sammy Blight, another guy that has been hot uh, for the Blues, scored a goal uh, and gave the Blues a 2 nothing lead coming out of the first period. Now, that's a situation that the Blues have found themselves on either side of, kind of frequently over these past few weeks, um, quick 2 nothing leads um, for one team or the other. And I feel like every single time, including this time, uh, that lead has eventually been squandered. Now, Minnesota started to chip away at that lead with Matt Zuccarello scoring his 11th of the season uh, with 6, six minutes and 53 seconds into the second period. But David Perron regained the two-goal lead for the Blues, putting them up 3-1. to one. Later in that second period, he has had a great year. Uh, Nico Mikola getting his first assist on the year on that goal. Uh, But then the wheels kind of fell off in the third period. I think once again, we saw an unfortunate result where the Blues maybe didn't give a full effort for 60 full minutes. Now, I don't think they necessarily played a bad game. I think that they've been grinding a lot recently. They've been working their asses off. And to get um, three points against the Minnesota Wild in their two games is is always going to be somewhat of an accomplishment uh obviously at this point in the season you'd like to get as many points as you can with the playoff race being as close as it is and this was definitely a winnable game but uh it, it's not it's not the worst case scenario they did end up getting a point in overtime but yeah Nico Sturm scored the the goal to bring the wild within one with a little over five minutes left in the period and then Jonas Brodeen with a minute left scored the tying goal and I feel like that's sort of a theme that we've been seeing this season is the Blues blowing goals are blowing leads late allowing late goals to let teams back into games which is a little concerning because that's not something that you really want to see at all heading into the playoffs that is um not something that a Stanley Cup winning team uh sort of has a habit of doing uh blowing leads late now All things considered, I think the Blues have been playing really, really good hockey as of late, and I do think that this game was a continuation of that. I think Jordan Cairo played pretty well. He had limited ice time, but he did score a goal. David Perron continues his dominant season with a goal, and Ryan O'Reilly had an assist, um, so he continues to be probably the best player on this team. Um, Looking at the defensive end, Robert Portuzo played pretty well in that game, getting 17 minutes of ice time and registering an assist um, Nico Mikula also looked pretty decent. But Colton Pareko continues to, to sort of struggle to get up to full speed. Um, he, he's had He's been a little inconsistent on return from injury, so he's a guy that I definitely look to step up down the stretch. Um, another guy that I, I really like to play up is Jake Wallman. I think that Craig Ruby has done a pretty good job of protecting him and, and not putting him in situations where he could potentially be exposed for his lack of experience. But in the situations that he has played in, he's been pretty pretty solid for the Blues. And I think it, it's definitely a, he's definitely a guy that could be in the mix for um, defensemen playing down the stretch. Uh, with guys like Vince Dunn and Tori Krug, return kind of to to be determined you know we st- we still don't we, they're not coming back tonight uh we don't really know exactly when they will make their return so a guy like jake walman stepping up is huge for this team and honestly a guy like nico Mikola was a plus three in that loss um with two shots on goal a hit and an assist in 16 minutes of ice time so he played pretty well he's another guy that i think can definitely get minutes for the blues down the stretch if the defensive core continues to sort of battle injuries um Jordan Biddington played an all right game, thirty one for thirty five saves at even strength. Uh, was great on the power play, um, but definitely could have could have been better that game. You know that game that he maybe could have stolen, but I don't think that the blame for that game falls on Jordan Binnington in the slightest. I think that was just a, it was a good back and forth game that the Wild unfortunately um, came out on top of. Uh, things that the Blues could fix definitely. Um, just just definitely like we've been saying all year, playing a hard 60, you know, not taking their foot off the gas. And I think we saw that late in the third. Um, I don't want to even necessarily say, necessarily say they took their foot off the gas, but I think the wild came out in the third period with an extra level of intensity and the blues just weren't able to match that. Um, we talk about how these games down the stretch feel like playoff hockey. And I think the third period with the wild, were playing like it's playoff hockey and the blues didn't necessarily match that tempo. And that may have been why they inevitably suffered a loss in that game um some more of the highlights sammy play four hits in that game led the team uh two times as many as the next highest uh guy oh uh, led forwards i'm sorry justin falk led the way with six hits um in 27 minutes of ice time so he continues to be the number one defenseman for this team especially in vincent and tory krug's absence so he is a guy that is definitely important to watch down the stretch he's doing it all um but yeah, the Blues luckily earned a point in that game, but playoff implications are still uh, very important to discuss, and I'm going to be getting into that. But before I do, I want to tell you guys about a new brand new sponsor, and that's Wealthfront. Stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a whole lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon – you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Wealthfront can create a portfolio portfolio of globally diversified low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on the preferences you control. Wealthfront can even lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can be more than can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can be get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash nhl. All you need is $500 to get started, grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free, for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash NHL. That's wea L T H F R O N T dot com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. Go to wellfront, wellfront.com slash locked on NHL and get started today. When I return, I'm going to be taking a look at the standings, taking a look at the Blues games down the stretch, and talking about what I think they need to do to secure a playoff spot before covering tonight's matchup. Don't go anywhere. All right, so as it stands at the moment, 7.06 Eastern Standard Time on a Monday, May 3rd, the St. Louis Blues sit at 53 points. They're not for fourth in the Honda West Division, three points above the Arizona Coyotes, currently sitting in a playoff spot. But it is far from guaranteed at this point. Um, so yeah, definitely... Definitely um, some work to do for the Blues in order to clinch games down the stretch. Um, obviously, we're, we're in the home stretch now. Blues only have, ooh, I want to say, eight games left, if my math is correct. Uh, nine, something like that, or seven. One of those three. Um, Arizona only has a couple games left as well. So lately, the Blues have been winning. Arizona has been losing. Uh Arizona is three, six, and one in their last time. The Blues are six, three-and-one, and and that has really been the difference maker. Uh a few weeks ago this was looking like it might have been a lot closer of a race than it has turned out to be. Granted, it is still far from over. Um Blues having three games in hand is huge. Um but you know, crazier things have happened and the Blues are not out of the woods yet. Uh Arizona can still earn up to, I believe, fifty-eight points if they win out for the remainder of the season. Um, and the blues are sitting at 53. So um, far from far from over yet, yeah, let's see yeah, one two, one, two, three, four, four more games for Arizona. Um, six seven more games for St. Louis. So Arizona can earn a maximum of 58 points, which means all the blues need to do is win three games from here on out and they will have clinched a playoff spot. They have to win three of their next seven games. So the blues do control their own destiny to this point. Um, But still it's not, it's, a little later than I would have hoped and would have expected with this team, I think. Uh, over at the Locked On NHL, we did a survey uh, of of teams that were most disappointing this year, and the Blues came in at second place, just behind the Flyers. And I would agree. I, I think that um, this is not a, an episode I was I was planning on giving at the start of the season. I was not planning on looking at the standings uh, a week away from the end of the season and and looking at clinching scenarios. I thought the Blues would be would be in Minnesota spot and be pretty pretty easily clinch the division uh, up until this point. But alas, they find themselves down to the wire, three points ahead of Arizona. Now, obviously, these last few weeks have been um, great in terms of building building distance between St. Louis and Arizona for a playoff spot. But that being said, you're still looking at playing Vegas in round one um, as the way that the standings sit right now. I don't think the Blues are catching Minnesota. I don't think the Blues can catch Minnesota um, 15 points out at this point. Uh, Colorado could win the division. Vegas could win the division. They're pretty close up there. But either way, Blues are going to have to play a pretty damn good team in the first round. If it's Vegas, great. If it's Colorado, great. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion on which team the Blues are better matched against, and I've been flip flopping throughout the year. You know, I've been watching these games between Colorado and St. Louis and Vegas and St. Louis, and honestly, I really don't want to play either of these teams at all. Um, I think they're two of, if not the two best teams in the entire NHL. Um, And it just so happens that they're both in the Blues division. And the likely scenario is if the Blues even get out of round one, they'll be playing the other one in round two. I still think I would prefer... The Blues to match up against Colorado in round one, I think that they're a little bit better suited to play the Avalanche. I think in the games that we've seen, the Blues have done a very good job of, of preventing the Avalanche from getting to their their full-speed game, and it and made things tough for them, and we've seen that. Blues have actually played pretty well against them. Um, but I think you could make equal arguments against Vegas. I think Vegas has less... Um, game-breaker talent. They don't have a Nathan McKinnon, a guy that can get you a goal at any given time. Vegas does have a lot more depth, though. Um, they got guys like Mark Stone, and who, who's a nightmare to play against. And Alex Petrangelo, we know, takes it to another level in the playoffs. He would be a nightmare to play against as well. Not to mention just seeing that storyline everywhere. Uh, Petrangelo's return to Vegas, the, or return to St. Louis in the, in the playoffs. So I think all things considered, I would rather play Colorado in round one if you're the Blues. But uh, hindsight, I would rather you know be the one seed and play Minnesota in round one. Um, but too little too late for that. Um, blues don't have that luxury anymore. so it's gonna be a tough matchup. I, I think the Blues definitely have the potential to take any team in the NHL deep into a playoff series just because of the way that they're built and if they play consistent hockey and they wear teams down they can get any series to six or seven games. but excuse me, it's a matter of winning those games. That's going to be difficult, especially against a Vegas or a Colorado um, in the playoffs. Looking across the rest of the NHL, Blues are pretty fortunate as uh, they wouldn't find themselves in a playoff spot in any other division in the league with their 53 points um, and looking around, it's actually pretty unfortunate um, looking at some of these divisions, like looking at the, the East division, you got a team like New York, the New York Rangers, who at, at one point were, were a few points into the playoff spot with a really damn good record, but they're 26, 26, 58 points, which would be uh, well past the Blues at this point. And yet they're, they're eight points out of a playoff spot. Um, so there have been some teams that have, that have been playing pretty well that aren't aren't going to make the playoffs just because of the, the new format this year so the Blues are pretty fortunate to be in the division that they're in uh, I think this is kind of what we predicted at the beginning of the year just because there's so much separation between the top four or even the top five I guess and the bottom few teams in that division um, but yeah it, it's going to be interesting getting to see teams play each other that haven't yet played each other this year because apart from interdivision play there haven't, hasn't been anything so you get into round three um and, and you got two teams that haven't played each other in, in, in over a calendar year so i think things are gonna be really interesting i think that benefits the blues i think they're a really hard team to play against especially when you haven't played against them before and you haven't been able to adjust to them so if the blues are fortunate enough to make it that far and play a team that they have not faced this year i, I think that would be, play in their favor but i'm just excited to watch the whole, entire nhl uh, sort of play like that and, and, and play teams that we haven't seen before because this regular season has been so crazy. there's been so many good storylines and, and, and it's all gonna lead up to a spectacular playoff run for some lucky team. Let's hope it's the blues. but we will have to see and that starts with a game tonight. Um, the next the next few games obviously you know the home stretch starts with the game tonight against the Anaheim Ducks. But before we get into that, I do want to tell you guys about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever, and the new and improved Built Bar is even deliciouser. You have 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut variations. You got six brand-new ones, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. All bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. And the best part is the reason why I love them so much. Built bars are healthy. Built bar is great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while still indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, high-protein, high-fiber, great for anyone on a diet. My personal favorite flavor is the peanut butter flavor. Uh, And if you're having that one, you're getting 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs – So don't miss out anymore. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com. Now, BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline.com. This weekend had tons of action that you missed out on, NFL Draft, Kentucky Derby, but there's so much more moving forward for you to place your bets on you can get all the latest news odds and info on all your sporting needs including mlb nba nhl and ufc mma action don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs into the playoffs head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50 percent welcome bonus along with your first deposit that's betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts and don't forget to use that promo code locked on for a 50 percent welcome bonus along with your first deposit all right, I'm going to try to make this one quick so I can get this episode live before game time. But the St. Louis Blues matchup at home against the Anaheim Ducks tonight. Pretty big game. Um, the Ducks are a team that's been rather cold uh, as of late, which seems like the perfect trap game for the Blues to lose. Um, they have John Gibson, who is constantly playing out of his mind, and yet the Ducks, you know, year after year, can't back him up. So he's going to be difficult um, to play against. Jordan Binnington, hopefully, can have a big game to compete with him. Vladimir Tarasenko is expected to make his return to the lineup, but no Vince Dunn, no Tori Krug. Um, so big game for the Blues. Ryan O'Reilly leads the way with nine points over his last five games. I expect him to have another dominant night, um, including five goals over his last five games. So I expect another big night out of him. Um, and uh, Vladimir Tarasenko is another guy That I, I'm really hoping gets going You know, he's running out of time To, to reach that full speed before the playoffs and, and I think tonight would be a really good game You know, to do that It's one of the few games that they have Against a non-playoff team For the remainder of the season So what better time to, to sort of Get into full gear Than against a team like Anaheim Obviously um, It hasn't been complete success Against Anaheim this year uh, They lost 4-1 to back in March And then th- and lost 3-2 to uh two days later so anaheim hasn't been quite as easy of a team to play against as as we would have hoped but let's hope in this in this home stretch that they can uh give them a tough matchup and come away with some crucial points uh some storylines heading into this game david backus could make his return in one of these two games against the st louis blues which would be awesome to see him play um, but other than that, I just think it, it's the same story as the rest of the season. Play a full 60, play your game, play playoff hockey, and Blues can come away with a win. Um, I want more than anything to make my lockdown player of the game, Ryan O'Reilly, but that almost feels too easy. Um, I think he's just a guy that's been absolutely on fire over these past few, past few games. Um, and has been a huge different maker for, defense maker for this team. I think the guy that I'm going to pick for my lockdown player of the game is a guy I mentioned a little bit earlier, and that is Justin Falk. Now, with Vince Dunn and Tori Krug still remaining out, Justin Falk is once again going to have a lot of weight on his shoulders to anchor the defense, and he's proved time and time again that he is capable of that. Uh, the one aspect of his game that I think even he would probably say has been lacking is is point production. He has 17 points in 49 games, so definitely could see more of him there. Um, Even though he has been, you know, carrying the load defensively um, and in other aspects as well, you know, they haven't really needed him to produce offensively. But I do think he has the potential to be even better in the offensive end than he has been, you know, get a few more bounces, get a few more pucks on net. Uh, I think he was the best defenseman for the Blues in their last game against Minnesota. And I think he needs to be the best defenseman for the Blues in their game tonight against Anaheim in order for them to come away with a win. Uh, and I think he's capable of that. I'm expecting a big night out of him and the rest of the team as well as they look to stretch their lead over the Arizona Coyotes in the playoff race. But I think that's all I got time for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Enjoy the game. Uh, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. That way you never miss a new upload. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Lockdown Blues to stay up to date with everything we've got going on. Follow me on Twitter and Locker Room. Hopefully, we can get Locker Room out sometime this week. Uh, at Josh Hyman NHL. Follow Tommy on Twitter and Locker Room at T Welcher15. Thank you guys so much for listening. Enjoy the game tonight. And as always, let's go, Blues.